no one out there. Okay, cool. Side deal. Side deal. Shit, I was going to say something before. We were talking about something. Um, the dogs before looking the dogs. At each other's eyes. It was eyes. the thing before that. Um, how Big Bird could potentially be a Thanksgiving meal. Nope. You went too far back. <laughs> no, there was something in between. <laughs> I, I, I know there was. I just... It's gone forever. Cool, 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 We're watching uh, uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. Yeah. There's a Mothman episode, and he ma- they make the most... Re- Apparently, Mothman has a high-pitched voice. Not a... Sounds like... Sounds like... <laughs> Like a puppet almost, and they're like, "Make your best Mothman call," and and fucking one of them goes, "Has fucking cracking up." That sounds about right. <laughs> it's Mothman. That's what I expected. <laughs> Makes Mothman want to fuck. <laughs> Could you imagine him coming at you hard and heavy? He's <laughs> 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 making that sound, Maggie. <laughs> Because one of the one of the eyewitness accounts was like this little old lady in her backyard, and he was on yeah. the roof, yeah. and he just starts coming in with those noises. And... <laughs> she was wearing like a muumuu, and lit to him. It's like, oh, there we go. This reportedly has very strong, glowing red fuck me eyes. Yeah. Oh, they're very sexy. Very sexy. All right, you guys got your you got your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Believe we do. See, I get the sweet. Uh, keyboard I, I saw that this place keeps getting upgraded every time i come on in I, it's a fucking nightmare having old broken down shit it's almost like having money gives you access to better goods and services it's crazy right. yeah yeah people should know about this <laughs> all right well that being said you guys ready to do this let's see if we remember how to do this it's been a minute Hi, welcome to High and Dry. This is your host. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> so close. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, was, that jogs the old memory. All right, let's do this. All, All right. right, everybody. Thank you for coming to High and Dry. Hold on, no, that's not right either. Jeez. Can I, do you mind? <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, everybody, welcome to High and Dry Podcast, the only podcast where we do all of our own stunts. Yep, that was it. That was yep. the thing we said. I'm your host, Ryan Baron North. With me, as always, James Crossland. James, what's going on? Uh, not much. Just in, in, enjoying the lead up to the holiday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. This will be our Thanksgiving episode. So yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Glad we got to squeak one in here. It's been a minute. Yeah. Thanksgiving is certainly a white savior myth. So It's true. I, I, I know that... <laughs> That we uh, the claim is that the Native Americans brought us food, but then we were sure like, and then every, and then we were great to them. <laughs> and don't worry about all that other shit. That <laughs> <laughs> we mythologize around here, um, but uh, yeah, no, but then things have just been pretty cool. We just had Luke from Talk Far Gaming out here. We had Reese Merritt come on down. We uh, it was just a big crazy party in Vegas. It was awesome getting to see all them. So that was sweet. Um, I had. Uh, thanks to you james sponsored me to that writing convention and i had three manuscript requests from three different agents so that's really congratulations cool. man oh, thank great. you thank you a lot of stuff going on and, and so Shara, thanks for joining us again we keep hearing you in the back let's introduce you what's going on i just on, prefer Shara? to be a disembodied voice time, if you don't mind no, I'm just no, like, I'm who the hell it. is that <laughs> some angel <laughs> <laughs> We don't acknowledge that voice. Oh <laughs> uh, no, everything's going well. Um, 
not as eventful uh, a time, but I've been enjoying myself. That's yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> no, I, I mean, if like it feels a little lighter just in in general within the circle, you know, of everyone, yeah. things feel a little little more at peace so hopefully you know i think good things are coming and i think it's going to continue that way i got a new mattress coming in a month heck yeah we got a new dishwasher hell yeah see good dishwasher's been like 15 fucking years old (laughs) oh my god i am so happy to have a new man i I don't sleep anymore i just (laughs) it's not worth the effort (laughs) i I just might as well stay up so that's what i've been doing my eyes are getting dark and dark but anyway um so like, and feel free, to, free, feel free to cut this out but i feel like that was such a strong gloss over like the most important thing that happened this week which is you got married yeah yeah and then yeah <laughs> I, also, I don't know if anybody else new, like new did that happen yeah. for everybody else <laughs> did i dream that i got a new fucking mattress coming and i got married and so that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, like, you know, you get married and I, I talk to her all the time. Yeah. I don't sleep a lot, you know, and so. Well, just stop talking to your <laughs> wife. Maybe you wouldn't have this problem. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I didn't I got married and that's why everyone was out. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, just seeing, you know, everyone seeing Luke, especially we get him on all the time, getting to see my brother again. So no, it was great. It was a great week all around. A little it was busy. Great but, seeing everybody. Yeah, Absolutely. that was a good time. Good time. Um, but and then so for those of you who are just joining us, uh, if you're coming back, thank you. I know we've been gone for a little bit. If you're just joining us, hey, thanks for checking us out. We got a lot coming up this episode. We're gonna be talking about Dune. We're gonna be talking about Thanksgiving. We're gonna be talking about Squid Games and my mattress. So uh, thanks. So this is how it works. So our first ep- is part of the episode. <laughs> The, the dog's just getting weird over here. He's licking her ear. Go on, go lay down. You guys are go getting too close, freaky. Go ahead and close that door behind them. Go, great. Go, go lay down. Go outside. Go outside. All right. So anyway, I didn't want to slam it. It's gonna have to be closed all the way. They're gonna come back. They're gonna, they're gonna push the door open. Sorry, chair. No. <laughs> Can you close the chair? This animation is brought to you. That's good enough. Right. <laughs> By time don't come back in here. <laughs> don't come back in here. <laughs> I'm mad at you and you don't know why. All right. <laughs> You're getting weird. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is how the show works. Our first part of the episode starts off with a philosophical debate, a moral conundrum, and it devolves into a fist fight, as those things often do. And we have a discussion about uh, your favorite nerd shit and we see who wins. But before we do that, what sets us apart and makes us so great and special as far as we get a little drunk and we get a little high. So uh, what, what are you guys smoking this week? Uh, so Sharon and I are going to be sharing a strain called Cookie Punch. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So I think it's a combination of Girl Scout cookies and fruit punch. I don't know. I think it's just because you said cookies. I saw this thing where a cookie monster, he's staring off into the ocean. Uh. And he says, without cookies, I'm just a monster. <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and i'm gonna be joining you guys this was left by uh talk for our gaming zone luke it's pendleton whiskey true That's western right. tradition let's see here we got 40 percent alcohol it's an 80 proof exceptionally rich taste and an uncommonly smooth finish he did suggest getting that one. he yeah. did he did and it says approved by our, our dodge so let's see. Uh, let's see how this goes. Let's Sorry, did you turn into Mr. Krabs there for a second? <laughs> it's R. It's like George R. R. Martin. All right, so let's pour them up. 
You heard the man pour up that weed. Pour up that weed. <laughs> it's already poured. I don't know. I can't pour it anymore. <laughs> so our, our first toast, our first hit, this one goes out to Carl Urban, Cher, and tonight's guest, Shara. Shara, thanks for coming by. Cheers. Who oh boy. Who boy indeed. Wow. <clears throat> that, uh, China. It hits strong. It hits really strong. Like the, it's smooth on your tongue, but it burns your heart. I see. So that's fun. That's fun. How's yours? It's really nice. Yeah. Very nice. Smooth. Yeah, just smooth, smoky. Yeah. Very, very pleasant experience. It's not even smoky. It's vapor. You know, vapory. It must be nice. This yeah. one's still burning a little bit. It's incredibly nice. All right. I well, that, uh, I think that everybody should uh, try vaporized cannabis. Very enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Well, <coughs> time for our second toast, second hit, second shot. Oh, for God, those of you who, who do try uh, vaporized cannabis, you will notice that your mouth gets very dry very quickly. That's often why I cough. is isn't because the vapor is strong or anything. It's just because yeah, no, you really can't it dries me it. off immediately. <laughs> yeah. And we're in a desert, so it just... Compound. But if you do hit it too hard, you 100% will like cough. Yeah. Like, Let's do it. All right. Well, our second one um, goes to uh, this one, you know, this toast we do to our newest listeners. And we've been gone for a little bit. Um, and I'm just now checking the stats whilst we've been away. And we have some shout outs to a few places. We have Cave City, Arkansas. Woo! We got, uh, let's see, Catham, Ontario. We have Vineland, New Jersey. Mesa, Arizona. Let's oh. see here. And Cebu City in the province of Cebu. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, Philippines. And then yeah. Frankfurt, Hess. So Germany? Yep. Very, Very nice. cool. Sweet deal. So, so international. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. All right. We so here's to all get you guys. a little bit less out of our Thanksgiving Day special than, <laughs> <laughs> than people in the United States. We're going to have to explain Thanksgiving yeah. like, a little bit. Let's do it. All right. All right well, well let's have our shot. Cheers. Oh, oh God! Fuck you, Luke. <laughs> it was so nice seeing him. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, I took your shotgun. I didn't blow it out. I just breathed in more <laughs> vapor and then blew that back into your lungs. <laughs> Recycling. Yeah. Oh fuck. Um, I have a good time. I'm having a great time. I am too. I, I miss. I I do love doing this stuff. I yeah. I do, and I, I feel you know. <clears throat> I think we could have a good time with it if, as now as this kind of stress is starting to slip away a little bit, you know, yeah. versus what we were dealing with before. Yeah. Now I got to turn off work stress. Not yeah. that like my work is particularly mean or like it's, like they it's still it's, uh, or anything. it's yeah. just it's just stress stressful being working. You know. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, well, but it was stress. Uh, it was way more stressful before. I much, exactly. pre- I much prefer this stress. Yeah, I like stress with the comfort of knowing I'm not going to starve next month. Yeah, well, you know they, they are coming to turn the water off. <laughs> I have, I have ten thousand dollars in my bank accounts, and I've never had ten thousand dollars in my bank accounts. It's a weird flex, but all right. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm happy for you. I, like, really I, I mean, people who who have had that before are probably like, no, whatever, you know. But like for the for the, that's for the first time for me. It's fucking crazy. I, I'm not even fucking. I'm not there yet. Hell no. I, I got bill, too many bills for that. Like, had I have managed my money more responsibly, you know, I could have probably been there several times at this point. But you know, I have a Camaro. 
I mean, it's before I paid the bills. I mean, like a whole bunch of it's going to get taken out from bills. Uh, okay. But it's gotcha. just like at one time in my account, I have like. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, okay. speaking of the, the final one, our third hit, third shot, third toast, uh, guests toast, Shara. What's this one too? Oh, geez. You know, I've been on this show before a couple times and I always forget that this is a thing. <laughs> um, Toast to... Um, the pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. Um, toast to... Well, we're going to spend time with your family. Yeah. Toast to families. Um, family. Be safe out there, but also enjoy your family. It's it's good to connect with people, and um, that's why we do this. So yeah, yeah. Cheers, Ryan's family cheers is to all y'all. Yeah, yeah, just meeting new family. people. I met a lot of amazing people this last week, uh, thanks to the wedding. And um, yeah, feels really good just to connect with people, not just behind yeah. a screen. No, and I'd like to add on to that, just saying that, you know, family does not have to be someone you were born with. I mean, just we've talked about Luke a few times now, and I haven't seen that dude face to face for six years. You just saw him last week. Uh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And then a big event happens. We've been in touch this whole time. And all of a sudden, he's down here at my wedding. So, you know, just family, all shapes and sizes. Here's here's to them. Cheers. Cheers. Fuck you, Luke. I hate this whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> take take this home i'm gonna i'm gonna have a shot of that whiskey for the final yeah shot i'll, I'll try it because okay. i don't think i've tried it yet <coughs> yeah i mean i think it would be good if i had some coke you know some well cocaine makes everything better. Uh, yeah and so if i could just <laughs> I mean... have just a witty little rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're now a little inebriated. It's time to move into the first part of this show, um, our philosophical debate. Um, it is Wednesday, my dudes. I just realized. But it's time for our philosophical <laughs> debate. So the question I have for you guys this week, um, I'm snatching it right off of Netflix and the thing that everyone was talking about about two weeks ago, <laughs> Squid Games. Um, simple. Uh, have you guys seen it? Have you watched yes. it yet? Yeah, yeah. Watched it, yes. So you guys get the concept here. The question I have for you guys, pretty simple, well, pretty no, straightforward. You need to tell the audience what Squid Game is. All right. So if you've been living under a rock for the past uh, two weeks, um, you haven't heard about this thing, Squid Games. And it's essentially, um, we see, uh, a slice of South Korean life of several individuals who become so desperate that they are willing to become a part of this underground game of just sort of childhood games um, to the death. But the winner, you know, walks away with enough money to solve all of their financial issues. Um, and so, and, and we see the, that the desperation that allows them to make this decision here where they're willing to, you know, risk it all to try and, you know, have their money problems go away. Yeah. You know, a lot to be said about it. I'm, uh, you know, it, it's kind of broke my heart a little bit because America, we're dealing with this crap so much. Just, America, woo! And then, and then I'm like, fuck, you know, South Korea's got to deal with it too. And oh no, like the whole world deals yeah, with the whole in ways yeah. that we in in our country can't even imagine. Oh yeah, and it's just like, come on, we we have we have the technology. This doesn't need to be happening. Yeah. Um, well, so my question for you guys <laughs> is Squid Games. So you're hanging out here. Um, and James, you find that that ten thousand dollars in your bank account ain't going to cut it uh, um, to you know a level that's required. But uh, the question I have for you guys was: Would you do it? You're offered this chance to finally remove all of your problems and see the end of this financial you know 
hellhole, would you do it? Would you risk Squid Games? Uh, guests first. Shara, what do you think? So I personally would be worried that I'd like immediately die because I'm so clumsy. Like I don't have any kind of coordination or physical strength. Like I'm just a a mobile head really. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's actually true. (laughs) So if I understood the stakes before agreeing to it, then, um, I don't think, I don't think I would because I'd be like, Oh, I'm, I'm for sure going to die. Like there's no way I'm going to win this thing. Um, but I can understand how people living in like incredible amounts of debt um, would find that appeal. Cause in a lot of cases there's like no possible way to ever make that amount of money any other way in your life. It's like a once in a yeah. lifetime opportunity. Well, has there ever been a point in your life where, cause I mean, it's, it, it's very situational. I mean, like where you're at today, has there ever been a to take out the trash. I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. I forgot that it's Wednesday, my dudes. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Um, but it, it, has there ever been a point in your life where you would have, you know, just like fuck it, I'm gonna give it a shot? Uh, yeah, probably when I was younger. Because yeah. I was real fucking dumb and also not well off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Um, and do you think you'd win? No. <laughs> <laughs> How far would you get? Because you had you had the uh, what's the name of that game? Uh, the first game, red light green. Light. Yeah, you have the red light green light, and then if I had caught on by the time you know, because there are a lot of people who simply died because they're like, wait, what the fuck is actually going on right yeah. now? That could have been me. Uh, if I managed to get past that point, I'd probably for sure die on like the partner one. Mm, yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, James, what about you? Um, would you do it? Squid Games. Was there a point when you would have done it? I wouldn't do it now. Um, oh, yeah, Mr. 10,000 in the bank account. It's yeah, a terrible yeah. way to start a Squid Games episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the black, everybody. Come to high and dry for the witty juxtapositions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're doing just fine. <laughs> I, uh, but l- let's, let's imagine myself in a position where I am deeply in debt. Um. Yeah, no, because there's a chance I'd lose my wife, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't have the people in my life or the connections in my life anymore. Maybe back when I felt less connected yeah. to the people in my life, um, perhaps then I would have, but I've always been incredibly afraid of death. <laughs> no, like there's some people who are like kind of fearless, yeah. you know, deathophobia. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of this. But like I used to have like really severe existential crises that led to panic attacks just thinking about the emptiness of death. And uh and so I'm I'm still very risk averse. Yeah. Well, thanks to denial, I'm immortal. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Um, Gotta get me some of this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's kind of where I am right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, right now, hell, I might even still give it a shot. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, because I, I was watching that initial episode there, and you know, like what you were talking about, where they're all freaking the fuck out over yeah. like gunshots. And wait a second. Um, something crazy is happening here. Um, and, and I was, I was trying to do some kind of self inventory as that was going on. And I feel like 
I would catch on pretty quickly and just my, my intelligence would override my flight mechanism and I'd be still as fuck. Um, you know, even to the, like, cause of the point where he was still for too long. Um, I might have to get over that a little bit, but I think I'd, I'd be able to pull it off a little bit. I, I haven't played red light, green light, and I don't know how fucking long, but yeah. uh, I'm a little out of practice, but, um, but no, I mean, right now, you know, we were just talking, you know, things are on the up. Um, I don't, I'm not really looking to get shot by red light, green light robot. So, you know, yeah. b- right now, no, I, I would not, you know, <laughs> I got a new mattress coming. <laughs> And, you know, I, I, and that's a commitment I just can't walk away from right now. All, all you really need is a little sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there's definitely been times, more than one, where it wouldn't have even been a question. Like, yep, let's do this. Um, the only thing Some I would say is different. Luck, though. That's also true. But the only thing I would say would be different is when, you know, in the beginning where as long as majority votes to leave. I would vote to leave just Uh because I can't force people to be here. That's ridiculous. And I was really happy that the old guy, you know, he he was a good dude. And I knew he was going to say it's time to go, even though he, of all people, was like, I don't really give a shit. He wasn't a good dude. He was a bad guy. Well, in that first 10 minutes where you thought he was. He's a bad man. He had me for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And then I was like, hold up. And then at the end, I was like, oh, man. Oh yeah, well then he's like a <laughs> you know a rate. I mean, it should have been a clue when he's giggling and having a good time yeah. in red light green light. Yeah, um, yeah. But they they the writing on it was so good that you thought it's just because you know he's at the end of his rope. He's you know he's just accepted that he's going to die. But yeah. no, he's a sociopath. Yeah, he's this guy's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> he's mm-hmm. more fucked up than other than the other people. <laughs> yeah, which was that that was a pretty genius move there. But uh, oh, uh, so uh, share any final thoughts? Um. Yeah, probably not gonna oh. let some some dude slap me up in the subway. So. I would, I would do that. <laughs> I, that one, I would definitely do. Yeah, I mean, he walked away with a decent amount of cash. That one's very, him. very minimal. He's just gonna slap me up. I got a pretty strong face. <laughs> <laughs> My face is pretty as as stood up to a bunch of punishments. James came home one night from a subway looking like shoe leather. <laughs> like where the fuck did you find a subway? I got all I got all this money. I, it's, it's the new uh, Elon Musk tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> where rich people just slap you. <laughs> I love it. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> great. That's why you don't open the the boot. <laughs> Um, but, but, so, uh, final thoughts. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm not going. No, no, thanks. I'm going to pass this time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and James, what about you? you uh... uh, yeah, pass. And also, I don't think I'd win. We, you didn't say if you th- thought you'd win. Uh, oh, gotcha. But, uh, I, no, I don't think I'd win because part of it's luck. I mean, uh, you know, if you go half, if you end up going first in that walking over the glass thing, uh, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're straight up fucked. Yeah. For um, sure. so like, I don't think I'd win. I think the probability of me winning would be incredibly low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, if the, if the whole thing was fucking red light, green light and like red Rover and shit like that, I, I'd, I'd go in there and make my attempt. Physical skill. Yeah. In fact, I could just use dexterity and, yeah. you know, bouncing around a little bit. But then you just have highly trained athletes competing. Yeah. For this. Problem. Well, the highly trained athletes, luckily they aren't dealing with the problems I am. And, you know that the betters would like try to get they'd try to plant people yeah yeah they'd try to plant the the athletes yeah no and and again right now no i don't think i'd do it um 
And when it comes to those, just the chance ones, I mean, who knows? I yeah. like to. It's too crazy. I'm too risk averse. Yeah. Uh, but there was definitely been times when I, yeah, I would have. I mean, for sure. Do you think you, what do you think, like, when you think of this story, do you win it? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think because it would, because I, I mean, at the time, the, one of the reasons I would do it is just because I, you know, felt completely, you know, within the terms of this narrative, you know, when I write the memoirs, I felt completely cursed. And part of the curse would be continuing on and all right, out you go again. Money doesn't solve things. You're a main character. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's how <laughs> I feel right there. <laughs> but I mean, everyone's a main character to themselves, you know? Yeah. True. I try not to, I try to avoid that. I'm not great at it. Like all the time, I think myself no. as the main character. But like, I think I try to avoid it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think that it was really a way for me to avoid it because, I mean, I'm riding cockpit right here. So all I do is I just try and be a main character with some empathy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As much empathy as I can have. That's what yeah. I mean is like trying to be aware that I consider, I'm not, myself, yeah. I consider myself a main character inherently. And, but my but there are a whole bunch of different perspectives mm-hmm. out there that are equal to mine. <laughs> yeah. No, and see, there was a, like, just before I came here tonight, <laughs> I was watching a, a movie called The Liar. The Lie. The Lie. Uh-huh. It was in 2020. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Have you guys seen it? No. no. So basically, the intro premise is a dude is a divorced couple. Their younger teenage daughter goes, like, they switch hands and they pick up her friend, the teenage daughter's friend, on the side of the road. They have to stop off to pee. They go into the forest. The dad's waiting like 20 minutes. He goes in there, finds his daughter crying and freaking out. She confesses that oh, she seen pushed yeah. the other girl over the bridge. The girl died and the parents decide they're going to try and cover this shit up. Yeah. So a real Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, I'm watching this with the brand new wife and she's like, what would you do with our child? I'm like, I'm going to call the police immediately because that girl might still be under the water somewhere. And you know, her argument is like, you're going to send our child to, to jail. Like, well, if my daughter's just shoving other women off bridges, she needs help. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to supply that for her. Second, that girl might still be alive and yeah. I'm not the main character. My daughter's not the main character. That girl has parents just like our girl has parents. And that girl's the main character right now. Yeah. <laughs> really interesting shit happening to her. <laughs> Yeah, so like I'm, I'm going to call the police immediately. You know, worst case, my 15 year old daughter has a second degree charge. You know, gets moved down. She gets the help she needs. Yeah. You know, presumably we're in a European country at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but then there's a huge twist, and I look at her. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. My movie would have been 10 minutes long. You'd be putting up with all this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway, um, so. There you have it. We wouldn't really do the Squid Games thing. So it's time to move into the second part of the podcast. It's time for a fight. But before we get into it, it's time for one more hit, one more shot. You're going to have to pour mine after you take yours because I I don't know where the other shot glasses are. My office is a mess compared to normal (laughs) when it is also a terrible mess. (laughs) Well, this one goes on to our competitors this week. Happy Thanksgiving. This one is Paul Atreides versus the king of all Thanksgiving dishes, Big Bird. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. You can go ahead and take your head. Oh, that's right. There you are. 
Whew. Cookie punch is a very um, go to space strain for me. I don't know how you feel about it. That's a good thing. When you- <laughs> yeah, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> like something about it, man. Holy shit. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It says Luke, cut. you motherfucker. <laughs> Why would you do that to us? It says cut with glacier-fed spring water. Oh, good. Distilled from the finest northern grain. Some, I think that glacier is made of dinosaur piss because something, it's fucking man. terrible. Jet fuel, something. <laughs> but it still sounds pretty rad, right? <laughs> uh. Cut with dinosaur <laughs> piss. Pendleton <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> We'll get a cease and desist eventually. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. We'll frame oh, it. I'll frame that cease and desist. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Could... <laughs> Never mind. Let's go for it. We'll just claim parody. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Or no. satire. We'll satire. I'll pay it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> With that $10,000. <laughs> Pendleton, you might change your mind when I hand you $10,000. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to owe some interest for a while on the other things. <laughs> All right, so how this works on high and dry? We have our fighters. They enter into a three round contest. Round one, the characters bleh, the characters step into a legally distinct fight club bar in the bottom of an Applebee's. A legally distinct Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Apple wasps. And they go down into the basement and they have a legally distinct Brad Pitt played by Val Kilmer stuffing himself in the leather pants. And the two characters punch it out, just punch for punch. You go figure it out that way. Um, They get nothing. Round two, we zoom out into a city view where the characters now have 24 hours to just kill the other one and they could use whatever they want to use. And then we have round three, which is the same as round two, except this time they get to bring a friend. Ooh. So, entering into round one, we've just gone down to Apple Wasps, the legally distinct Applebee's. <laughs> Thank you for for going through the whole episode. I'd forgotten. Yeah, right. We have to get back to it. And I need to change Apple, too. So, I guess like... Plum Wasp. Plum Wasp. So, we're in the Plum Wasp. <laughs> and uh, they head on downstairs. Um, Val Kilmer is reading the rules. Meanwhile, Cher and Carl Urban have been escorted on a giant timeless sandworm. We're seated behind them in the box seats. We're watching these two characters start to stretch. Um, we have Paul Atreides of the Dune series. Um, you know, he's shadow boxing in the corner. Meanwhile, across the way, a eight foot tall anthropomorphic bird <laughs> who only wants him to get vaccinated <laughs> is doing the same. Wants to teach him how to spell too. Yeah, and to spell. <laughs> um, so A is for ass kicking. <laughs> so uh, Val Kilmer has started the fight. Our characters are now moving in on each other. Um, here we go, round one. Shara guests first. How do you think this is going to play out? Well, I think obviously Big Bird is going to kill him with kindness. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he does have a lot of muscle mass, you know, even though his bones are hollow, he's still a pretty meaty looking bird. So pound for pound, he might be a better competitor this time around, even with Paul's fighting skills. 
if oh. he has nothing else like uh, spice or weapons, <laughs> no spice. <laughs> so do we it's just pure Paul? Are we taking Paul at his? Uh, well, we power always take these characters the at their best. Oh, we take him at their best. Yeah. Well, so there's stuff well, you don't. Know. But I mean, I don't like know Paul quickly descends. I mean, he only has like five minutes at the end of the first book. That, that's the five minutes yeah. he gets. You yeah. Know? Yep. 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 Um. So that Paul. So Paul in this five minutes later in the story. Uh, he has the power to see the entire entirety of human history and the future (laughs) of his life as it progresses. He can kind of see himself walking through the future. So it's a pretty, pretty powerful. So he's going to see himself get his ass whipped by a giant bird. (laughs) (laughs) It's essentially what's going to happen because he is later paralyzed by his knowledge of these possible paths. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what he's going to see. is just him getting <laughs> whipped to death by Big Bird a thousand different ways. <laughs> I'm the golden path, <laughs> I I see. So remember uh, the first Sherlock Holmes where yeah. they made Sherlock a fighter because he had that ability? Yeah. Um, I see Paul <laughs> doing that. Uh, the bird is going to come in from the left. He's going to stomp on my groin. Uh oh! <laughs> Let's Uh-oh. try another one. <laughs> I'm going to turn left. He's going to peck out my fucking eye. <laughs> and I just see that happening. But it was so sure. What do you think is going to go? It's going to go down. <laughs> Wait. So are we second round? Or- <laughs> it was still first round. Still first round. Yeah, I think I think Big Bird's got Big Bird. <laughs> Big Bird has got this one still. He's a giant fucking bird. <laughs> I, I think he's just got the weight advantage. So here's the thing. <laughs> he's so agile, too. And, and uh, nothing gets him down, you know? He just keeps going. <laughs> he's going to keep going until he succeeds. Well, it's, it's going to be it's like, so for the people who just, <laughs> whose only exposure to this series was the new Dune movie, I see that, that duel. Yeah. Like at that point where you were at like the apex of confusion. Yeah. watching this thing and they're in the middle of the duel and instead of the guy coming at him his champion is just a giant fucking ostrich yeah <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> jesus christ get the fuck out of here <laughs> but he doesn't have his knives exactly he doesn't have his knives or a shield or anything yeah so it's paul without the knife without the shield against a giant fucking ostrich but here's the thing at his maximum power he ends up having like full conversations with people and like moving through his life yeah. uh, while blind yeah because he's because he can see the future so clearly yeah that he can see his environment with while being blind like he's mm-hmm. like incredibly powerful in that way yeah um does that mean he can defeat big bird i think i think so in this yeah. first round well the, the only thing i, I would say know. is like thematically big bird can't be killed violently there's been a lot of crashes and then gotten up with a thing around his neck like, <laughs> like a tire that happens a lot but i mean he doesn't get any stuff so he couldn't come up with stuff around him to indicate that he's been in a crash so it yeah. would just be fucking murder yeah okay I don't know. Well, I mean, for I, I think, um, hard to say. I mean, well, I, I think okay. I mean, Paul the, doesn't have anywhere to run. Yeah, yeah. Paul doesn't have anywhere to run, and, and fucking Big Bird, he's got a wingspan on him. Paul, sure. Um, During that point in the story, Paul refused to kill anyone. Like he was like, "I'm not killing anyone." 
he's like I he refuses to act once he becomes that powerful. That's like his downfall. Well, I I think though just that in this in this opening here where they where neither of them are really could fall back on their themes really. Yeah. I, I think that Paul's just sort of you know prenatural cognitive abilities are going to kind of give him a slight edge. Yeah. And uh, I mean, can a 17-year-old boy strangle Big Bird though? I, I don't know. He's not always 17. Well, I mean, at his strongest would probably I guess be when he defeats the emperor. Um I don't know how old he is at that point. I got no fucking know. idea. I don't know. I don't know. Uh well, we'll share a final thoughts and a vote. You didn't tell us your vote. I don't have a vote yet. I'm, uh, those are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts. I, I think, well, I think right now, just off the cuff, I, I think Paul's going to win. I think, I think that uh, man will conquer beast. Man with, you know, supernatural Anunnaki style abilities will conquer giant reading bird. Mammals will conquer <laughs> avians. Yeah. I always. Think, yeah. <laughs> if, if we look at history, you know, <laughs> I just love the idea of a space messiah being tortured by these visions of just being fucking wailed on. I just and I have to stick with that. Vision. I love it. I do, I do too. It. I do too. I, I, I give it to them just because yeah. the visual. Is yeah, so the visual great. is just too powerful. And I, I mean, Paul has spent a lot of time. You know, I don't think once has Duncan Idaho gone today. You will fight this giant fucking ostrich. <laughs> and I think Paul's just going to be out of his element, you know, and yeah. every time he's about to hit Big Bird, he starts slowing down just because he's trained to break shields. Yeah. And Big Bird's just. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Wait the end. your turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He teaches him some fucking manners. <laughs> All right. Well, so there you have it. Round one goes to Big Bird of Sesame Street. So moving on to round two, we now zoom out into a city view. Um, these characters have now received a manila envelope underneath their apartment doors. We have Paul getting one underneath his either sand palace or whatever palace he's living in at the time and Big Bird under his Section 5 housing. And uh, <laughs> doesn't come up a lot in the show. And um, they now know that they have 24 hours to kill the other one. How's it going to go down? Guess first, Shara, what do you think? I think... Um... I think that uh, Paul's probably got this one. Um, he gets a huge advantage with the weapons, and uh, he's going to carve up that bird. Thanksgiving style. <laughs> Thanksgiving style. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> All right, that's the show. I'm going to stuff you, motherfucker. <laughs> if you comment on any of our posts on Instagram, Happy Thanksgiving, we'll send you a shot glass. So. Okay. James, what do you think is going to happen? Apparently, deal. that's what's happening. Um, <laughs> I think in this case, Paul, he has, he has knives and stuff and guns. And yeah. I guess Big Bird could also I mean, have Big Bird could buy one. But I don't think Big Bird would. I don't think Big Bird knows how to use a gun. Well, you ready for the, like, all right. So here's my. Um, Your big brain yeah. <laughs> interpretation of this yeah. fight. Yeah. Here's my, um, what, what, uh, my bold, uh, here's my bold prediction. It's the dumbest fucking shit. I've probably ever said. So I think that Big Bird is going to skewer Paul with a vaccine. This is going to give Paul <laughs> autism. The autism is going to shut off Paul's ability to see into the future. The slow needle pierces the shield. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives Paul a COVID vaccine 
um, and it causes headaches and all that kind of stuff. And he's dead within two years. <laughs> and he's dead within two years. But at least he got 5G before all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Microchips are so convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to make it clear that we're making fun of you. Yeah, we are making fun who, of you. Uh, you need to get vaccinated. Joe Rogan is fucking stupid. Why would you take advice from an ex MMA commentator? Like, slash fear slash factor. Fear factor. Oh, when, how does slash that man show host? I just don't get it. I, I just don't get the progression of terrible people. I what mean, what's wrong with you? you? You start a website to rate women at your college, and all of a sudden you're fucking changing the world. You fucking do fear factor, and all of a sudden you're changed. Like, what the hell? How do you become successful in this world? How does I mean, a good person get ahead? I don't think it happens. I think the people who get ahead are real pieces just of shit. Garbage. That's how they get ahead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hooray, capitalism! <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's an incentive to be a piece of shit to your competition. But the then the so the other side of it, let's be real. Paul is a fascist. No, his kids a fascist. I don't think oh, yeah. Paul's a fascist. Yeah. I think it's more of his kids a fascist. I mean, like it's hard to. Uh, so you're right. You're right. I mean, eventually Paul turns away from it all. He becomes the blind messiah. He goes out into the desert. He's completely turns it aside. So you're right. You're right. So people are doing things in his name that he doesn't agree with. He's yeah. just a real pansy about fucking. Yeah, about, about fucking do it. He turns it. into the fucking Democratic Party and yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, he goes on some steps and tries to talk him out of it. <laughs> he is pretty representative of liber- of, of yeah. liberalism. Yeah. And that uh you got some uh, you got some great ideas as far as, you know, human decency but unwilling to but act yeah you don't fucking say anything um there's so. they they present like this uh false uh, opposition it's like a they present a weak opposition yeah why yeah. is that such an so intrinsically part of their nature uh, like they ha- it's what happened in germany too mm-hmm. yeah. is the liberals were just like fucking no we're not good like what kind of opposition do you want us to do more than that, <laughs> what you're can doing you, can you do more Jesus Christ. anything more anything anything us to do things. <laughs> we God. don't do yeah. things we respond to things right. we're reactionary <laughs> so fucked up all right but anyway anyway so welcome to this Happy Little, yeah. everyone Ooh. yeah so if if paul was a fascist um i i would say that Paul would just basically walk himself into a brick wall when it comes to Big Bird because it's so fucking dumb. But um, because he's not, and you're right. Um, I, I think that Paul, worst case scenario, he gets one of those fucking grasshopper ships and just blows Big Bird straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was going to, I, I kind of wanted to give it to Big Bird because Big Bird is like, famously big bird operates a shit ton of vehicles like big bird yeah. big bird is like a very famous but it, it's like a tractor enthusiast. to show you how people live you know it's not like i bet i bet if big bird hopped in one of those spaceships he'd be you know a, he'd be an ace i bet it <laughs> i bet you just yeah. naturally he'd be an ace probably but he does yeah. crash things a lot too yeah or very comedic. it'll be the first time we see big bird fly with dune style cgi and there's like a chase scene where big birds whipping (laughs) through rocks and canyons and paul's trying to get him (laughs) Uh, but i think just at the end because big bird can't return fire (laughs) yeah uh just big bird can't return fire so uh yeah i'd give it to paul well shara uh final thoughts on the boat I think this one's got to go to paul um i think the weaponry is just too powerful for big bird at this point yeah 
Yeah, me too. Same. All right, across the board. So round one went to Big Bird. Round two is now going to Paul Atreides. So moving into round three, it's the same thing as round two. We're in that city view. They both got a manila envelope saying, hey, go kill the other one. You have 24 hours. But this time, they get to pick up the phone. They get to call a friend. Shara, guests first. Who are they bringing? What happens? Take us there. Okay. Well... Uh, since I'm not as deep into the Dune universe as you all, um, it's the Duneverse. Yeah. The Duneverse. Oh my! Yeah, a thousand apologies. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> uh, I would say probably Duncan Idaho. That's very. That's a great. That's that's a very, a, yeah, yeah. I would too. That's an excellent very strong yeah. choice. Fighter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Loyal. Very loyal. Incredibly loyal. Loyal for something like three thousand years. Yeah, yeah. For th- for hundreds of iterations of Duncan or thousands, even yeah. thousands of Duncan Idaho's. Yeah. He's been incredibly loyal dude. Fucking uh, Jason Momoa. He picked the right role. They, they gave, they gave him a great role, but here's the problem. Like we just said, He's like once you get to that fourth movie, uh, when they're making, when they're spitting out Duncan Idaho clones across time, yeah. How the fuck is Jason Momoa going to look exactly like he does in the first movie? <laughs> That's not how time works. Yeah. You, you should have done something better with Duncan Idaho. Made him like completely AI face, not associated with any actor. So I think yeah. Marvel already does something like where they have like a full CGI profile of like all of the superheroes. I, I imagine they'll do something like that. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be his face. It's going to be a a computer-generated image of his face. Um, But like, but spoiler alert, Duncan Idaho comes back a thousand times with a vengeance. (laughs) Yep. 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 Hard to kill. Yeah. And you don't die. Um, (laughs) Very desirable man. Yes. Yes. He made a lady come by watching him climb a mountainside. That's true. It's almost like the book was written by a dude. Yeah, a very, very horny dude. Well, um, so, well, Shara, what, what do you think? So, so we right now on the Paul Atreides side, we have Duncan Idaho, solid pick, makes most sense. Great yeah. pick, maybe fucking Gurney. I don't know, but uh, who do you think? Or his mom. She got the voice. Yeah, I'd bring his mom. So, oh, that's true. <laughs> the voice would be very useful in so many situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he started to learn it also, so I am assuming. Get better at it. I don't know. At the height of his power, either, he doesn't fucking way, use it. Yeah, he's, he's got a power. He's got two powerful allies he could choose from. And probably do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Dude, who would who would <laughs> who would Big Bird even bring? Snuff okay, off, I guess. Snuff, I have some thoughts. So I think maybe <laughs> the Count. I think maybe oh, what dude, happens bring in when a vampire? the count bites you, vampire you just great. turn into a felt vampire that has obsessed with numbers. No! And at that point... Oh, this is my nightmare! <laughs> You're a puppet! My kid's not thinking about numbers! And it's only counting them! I don't get to do any math or anything! The count goes, you'll learn with time. <laughs> Come! <laughs> That's a great. That's uh, a solid pick. Suggestion. Solid pick. <laughs> Very I thought solid. also maybe um, what's the one that lives in the Oscar the Grouch? She could just like make everybody want to kill themselves. <laughs> Dude, the, the Atreides are famously depressed. Depressed. <laughs> Incredibly depressed. <laughs> Won't take a lot people. of convincing. And I don't Oscar know why. <laughs> like you guys have fucking everything. Very depressed. Yeah. Oh, the fucking. Oh, yeah. The grouch might be. <laughs> that might be the <laughs> might choice. be dangerous. Um, I was thinking the Goblin King. 
because oh. hence aren't isn't Sesame Street Henson or no? No, the no, no so. um, uh, the 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 Muppets are Henson Sesame, Sesame Street. Street they might be. No, I, it's might PBS. Be uh, yeah, I don't know who does their puppets. Are they? I guess they're their own class of puppet. Yeah, they're. they're I'm pretty sure they're their own thing, but. Uh, but I mean, got to stick together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, never so mind he that. might be able to extend an olive branch to you. Um, but uh, oh, wait a minute, we'll cut this later. So Jim Henson worked as a producer on Sesame Street. So oh. I say that that's a big enough bridge to pull in David Bowie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if we want to, even go Jennifer Godly, Connelly, you can bring. <laughs> yeah, so got it. <laughs> You can, either, you can either have a magical goblin or a 13 year old girl. Dude, yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm, um, dude, Duncan Idaho would be so thrown off by having that bulge in the room. Yeah. Oh, David Bowie's, David Bowie's <laughs> fucking bulge going on. The Goblin King specifically. They, they would have a trying, they would have like a trying to make each other come with like by flexing <laughs> uh, battle. That would be a pretty amazing <laughs> They both blow a testicle and pass out. <laughs> <laughs> they'd become great friends oh yeah they're they'd be like fuck these guys yeah what are we like, doing we're man? best friends i think yeah <laughs> are we best friends <laughs> never met anybody who could bust a nut like just blows out <laughs> david bowie's got those fucking great pants and you can see any liquid <laughs> Um, but I would say, so the only other option I have here, first, if I was Paul, I'd bring Jessica. I mean, famous mama's boy now. True. Um, and, um, I love the actress who portrays the newest iteration of Jessica. Um, I would say that now that Big Bird has become an anti-fascist icon. Yeah. He gets to bring Gritty. Yeah, okay. of the Philadelphia Flyers. That's pretty. Oh. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I think that because um, Gritty would see where this whole Atreides nonsense is headed. Yeah. And um, you know, fascists get the bashies. And that's true. I think Paul would get a hockey stick to the Ant- face. Anti-fascists don't like liberals either. No. Yeah, they hate fa- they hate the right. Obviously, yeah, the right's terrible they're the worst yeah but they also hate the ineffectual liberals as uh-huh. well. <laughs> yeah and so grady would have no problem stomping a skate on fucking ball <laughs> <laughs> smacking a couple pucks at him. um but th- those are my thoughts so shara back to you we need your final thoughts on what's going to happen and your your vote this is such a strong pool of um oh yeah of partners to bring in it really uh Really makes you think. <laughs> Big Bird knows how to wear earplugs. He yeah. definitely did it in one episode. Yeah, safety first. He's plugged his ears, so <laughs> Je- that rules out Jessica's power. Yeah, I think the the whole like cartoon absurdity that we've talked about in the past also applies to chi- chi- children for show. sure, for sure. Because especially in this round, they 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 have a lot of strong themes coming in. And Paul's got a theme where it's totally okay if he dies, tragically. Big Bird, not so much. <laughs> Fair, yeah. I think 
I didn't think this is how it was, <laughs> but um, I think Big Bird has got an advantage. And I, uh, I'm i going to toot my own horn with the count. The count's a solid That's how he's going to do great. it. Yeah, I also I, I honestly think for the winning combo, it would be Oscar. He'd pull they would pull them into Sesame Street and Oscar would be there being depressing. And because guests don't just stay on the show, yeah. they leave. Paul walks off screen and kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's how it goes. <laughs> the golden path is the streets of Sesame Street to Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> this is my terrible destiny. <laughs> <laughs> he just knocks on the trash can let say what you gotta say we both knew i was coming oscar the grouch has been a grim reaper this entire time <laughs> the fall of the atreides he house. was planted there by the bene Gesserit <laughs> to kill Paul. like this dude famously emotional famously has he's got a lot going on uh, you could easily take him out. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Sesame Street ends the next episode because it was all just a Bene Gesserit ploy, uh, ploy, ploy to trap ball. <laughs> and it works better than any of those little beetle assassins ever could. <laughs> or, or get him to kill himself. Is there any way we can get him to kill himself? <laughs> I I think so you know so the scene when um you know in the in the new film when their their home is being under, there's another attack uh-huh. Paul wakes up and there's just a trash can in the corner that wasn't there when he went to sleep and like every <laughs> and every time he looks away it like hops closer to the <laughs> and I think that's how he's going to go <laughs> Before he gets into the ship, I, I think that, that that'll be it, you know. But I, I think that just Big Bird can pull from a very, a much stronger list of allies, you know, whether it's a fucking puppet vampire <laughs> whose powers are hitherto unknown, um, whether it's the Grouch, whether it's fucking the Goblin King. Yeah. Or, or, or if we want to stay within the realm of seeing the future and trying to stop fascism, uh-huh. Agra from the Dark Crystal. There you go. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think just Big Bird's going to bring some seriously heavy hitters, and Grady's going to come in and slam an ice skate. In his <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my People thoughts. So suits stick together, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Big Bird goes, "Did we know that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Saw you on Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> well then i think uh we're all in agreement then yeah pretty yeah. much round one round two round three <laughs> all right so it goes to big bird big bird takes it two out of the three rounds congratulations mr bird Woo. um there you have it folks uh i don't know how you feel about that one <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say paul is a is a bit of a little bitch um <laughs> a little yep. stupid ass bitch <laughs> Oh yeah, it's uh, a testament to the power of education. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. There, there it is. Paul yeah. did have a ton of that, and knowledge is I, power. I do not <laughs> want to belittle, you know, what Paul was capable of. He, Paul, had a fuckload of privilege. Yeah, incredible. a fuckload of privilege. Yeah. Um, it's just Big Bird has been, you know, working on reading and writing and arithmetic since what the seventies. Yeah. Um. He's got experience. He's, he, but you know what I'm saying, people out there. Uh, you know, if he, you're pissed, he, uh, I don't know what to tell you. He he doesn't feel that knowledge is a curse, unlike Paul, 
who feels like knowledge is a curse. Yeah. Instead, Big Bird is like, I'm going to use knowledge and friendship to succeed because Big yeah. Bird has fought the long struggle to learn those lessons. Whereas yeah. Paul got all of the world's knowledge in it without, well, I mean, he struggled. Yeah. But he essentially got hit with a whole bunch of spice and then knew yeah. everything. Yeah. And it's like, um, that's not the same thing. That's not the same. Everyone else who got hit with spice in that whole, in his whole circle, they just basically had generations and generations of suffering. Yeah. And he's like, here comes our chosen one, the rich kid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's gotta be infuriating. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, that, well, he didn't work out. Maybe his kid will be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oops. <laughs> yeah. We'll try the next one. Oh, when's that going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, here comes our nepotism savior. There he is. <laughs> Well, I mean, you look at Javier Bodum as Stilgar in the new film, and you could just see in his eyes, like, fuck. He's the chosen one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Um, there was some... We, I, well, so the three of us watched Dune together, and I feel like we had some very mixed thoughts on it. Yeah. Because, uh, so Shara, you, you had never read the film. The, the, not that you never read the film. <laughs> uh, the back of the DVD box. I read the uh, shit out of the film. Subtitles for life, boy. <laughs> Uh, but you had never read the uh, you never read the novel. Um, you never saw the one from the eighties. Correct. Yeah. Watch the one from the eighties. High. It, it's a trip, man. Sting gets stabbed in the fucking throat. Hold on, and... Sting is in it. Yeah. Oh, I know nothing about this. I I know it exists, and that's about all. I it know is. About it, it is. It is bizarre. It it is a weird fucking film. It from from moment one, you have the emperor's daughter. She appears on screen. It's immediately weird because she's explaining to the world real, real quick. She starts to fade away. She fades back in and she's like, I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like it is, it, it's wild, man. And then Sting shows up and you got the blue eyed bandits and it, it's, it's a, it's a weird fucking ride. Um, the eyebrows too. You'll see what I'm talking about. Right. Treat yourselves. It's on Amazon prime. Um, but, but what did you think of the new one? Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, I don't know. You all were talking over and I was like, ah, I didn't know any of this was happening. I could not have inferred that based on what they're showing me on this, this movie. I'm waiting for the Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's kind of how Ryan and I felt because like sure, like Shara just said, we were talking over the movie. Like, what about this? What about this? And she's like, I would never have understood yeah. that. I mean, they didn't explain shit. anything. They didn't explain. Holy shit. shit. Like, they, they like, no idea what a mentat is. Yeah, no idea what a mentat um, is. Baron Harkonnen is just some fat guy who likes yeah. power. He's not. He's not the child rapist yeah. cannibal that we know him to be and shit. Yeah. No. Well, see, it was interesting because I, I had mentioned just um, that you know they're they're leaving out all of those things, and, and a person then commented saying that you know you would rather you know him be depicted as the evil homosexual and well, that's, uh, pedophilia is not homosexuality yeah and that's uh, a like, very like, classic uh, yeah method used to attack homosexuality yeah and, and, and like definitely uh, there was a time i'm sure when you know his character and everything like that and they would intertwine the two yes uh, today i feel though that i feel like we could tell the story without intertwining pedophilia and homosexuality I, yeah yeah, I, I think we could look at him. If, if we're going to adapt a, a, a book like they did, they just adapted the book. They adapted away a whole bunch. And yeah. if they can adapt that way, why can't we adapt it to make him yeah. also terrible and not have the burdens of a 
of a dumb, misguided, hateful past attached. Yeah. No, they really just kind of brought him down. He was just a fat guy. Yeah, just a fat baddie. Who was willing to do a little more yeah. than the Atreides were. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, no, but, but so it was, but just so never having heard anything, seen anything, you didn't mind the film is all right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought the, the huh. visual effects were really cool. I thought the concept was cool. I, well, I, I mean, this, I guess that's why we'll get a second one. Yeah. I thought the space fights, I thought that I thought the ships blown up and stuff was real boring. Um, I, I got real bored through that time. I, did, I, I, I don't think the world's ready to sit down for a three hour political discussion. That's what I wanted, though. That's like, what I've wanted. I wanted. That's why you read the book. Yeah, I really Maybe want. Maybe they'll give you a preview. Yeah. <laughs> they could have done, like, Lord of the Rings was wildly popular and tackled yeah. a whole bunch of, like, text. And sure, they missed some shit. But they, well, I mean, but, like, they, the first half of the fucking movie was a dinner party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tolkien, Tolkien wrote a whole bunch about meals, just like George Oh, yeah. Martin. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like a uh, fucking... Well, because I mean, back in the day, literature it was actually trying to explain to things that you couldn't just Google a picture of, you know. Yeah. And so you'd have a book that discusses two ducks on a pond for five fucking pages, but mm-hmm. it doesn't work now. But you know, but they like miss like core themes. Yes, they missed. They didn't explain core themes. Mentats, fucking using spice to travel through space. They fucking that. How uh uh. uh Piotr, whatever the fuck yeah. his name is, was a mentat assassin. Two things that shouldn't be, but he was just and this he was just kind of like some yeah, like shaking little yeah. bald guy. There was a whole side plot about how mentats, because mentats are supposed to be neutral, that they'd somehow made an evil mentat. Mm-hmm. And that was like a, a thing that had never happened in the world yeah. before. And it was a big old deal. And then and he just they, we just see him a couple times and then he dies of poison. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then that the, their mentat, the Atreides mentat, no one knew he was a mentat, and he was the only dude to bring a parasol. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> this has been High and Dry podcast. Thank you so much for listening to us, uh, James. Two out of five stars on Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of five stars. Uh, James, where can you find us? I don't know. You can go find to, if you're listening to this, find us. We have a link tree. How do you? How are you listening yeah, to this? And yet that's you how you found us. You haven't found our. <laughs> Uh, remember if you say happy thanksgiving on any of our posts anywhere we'll send you a shot class uh shara anything you'd like to end on happy thanksgiving everyone (laughs) gobble gobble bitches gobble gobble bitches gobble gobble am i right (laughs) thanks everybody for listening bye